0: It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at this same time on the Toginet Radio Network. Now today's show. Here's your host, Lisa Lewis.
1: Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. Well, today we have a rock star guest who is a Christian, a proud father, and a top realtor. Here in San Antonio, Texas. So, help me welcome the amazing, phenomenal realtor, AJ Regatas. Hello,
2: AJ. Thank you. How's it going? Good morning.
1: Good morning to you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I so appreciate it. And um, I, you know, just as you shared with me, uh, you hopped over from your daughter's play at school just to be with us here today. So, that means so much to us here. AJ? AJ, are you with us? Well, today, uh, everyone will wait for him to get back on. But today's topic is how to sell your home. During the holidays. And I thought that this would be a great topic um, because, you know, there is never to me a wrong time that you want if you want to put your home on the market or if you need to put your home on the market. So I think that this is a great topic for this time of the year because I know a lot of you listeners out there are wondering if this is a key time to put your house on the market. Uh, do you get that a lot, AJ?
2: Yes, I do. All right, can you hear me now, Lisa? Yes, I can. Oh, perfect. Okay. So, yes, yes, we do. You know, um, and, and just I was mentioning before uh, we started, uh, you know, we've gone on several listing appointments this month already, and uh, it's actually been a little eye-opening because, you know, a lot of times, traditionally, we know the market tends to slow down around this time of the year. So, um, you know, it, it's showing that things have changed, obviously, over the past few years, and it's, it's showing a contribution to that with the way the market is, the way it's still strong. Um but yeah, we've gone on several listing appointments this this month alone, and the the number one question that seems to come up from our sellers when we're meeting with them is, are you sure it's a good time to go on the market at this you know with the holidays mm-hmm. coming up? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, no, it's definitely a great time. We have some some big points that we're gonna bring up during this uh, during this uh, meeting that, that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about as far as why the benefits as to why it's best to put your home on the market this time of the year.
1: Right, exactly. And I'm so excited because you still can attract home buyers, even during the holidays with these helpful tips that you're going to give over this next hour. And as we all know, the holiday season is from November through January, and it's often considered the worst time to put your home on the market. While the thought of selling your home during the winter months may dampen your holiday spirit, the season does have its advantages as you as we will talk about with AJ today. Holiday buyers tend to be more serious and competition is less fierce with fewer homes being actively marketed. So first decide if you really need to sell, really, then once you've committed to the challenge challenge don your gay apparel and follow these tips that aj is going to give us today so i hope you have your pad and paint and pencil and take copious notes also you can go back if you're just tuning in during the segment at any time you can always go over to itunes and search for the lisa lewis show and you'll be able to um Download the podcast and listen to all of these helpful tips that AJ is going to share with us today and at your leisure. So, um, one of the things um, AJ is de- uh, you can deck the halls, but don't go overboard. Could you share um, with us how that how that will work for people who still want to decorate during the holidays?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, and there was actually some of the questions that came up throughout some of our appointments where. You know, sellers will say, Oh, you know, we're, we need to sell our home right now. Um, but we have our house decorated. We got the tree up, we got the lights out. And I always tell sellers, you know, that that's actually a selling point. You know, it's actually going to help with the house on how it's shown. Um, especially when we get our professional photographer out there to take those, uh, high definition resolution photos. Um, it makes, it makes that stand out. And, uh, for some reason, we just, we noticed that buyers, when they're looking at houses that have homes decorated for the holidays, uh, they, they tend to get that warm, fuzzy feel of, the, you know, the homey feel, and um, and so I think it's a great selling point. Actually, I, I wouldn't say that it would deter a sell, if anything. So, yeah, it can definitely help.
1: Oh, good. Now I know you probably should be very careful not to overdo it on the decorations, like the adornments. Uh, probably shouldn't be too large or too many, because then the home may feel crowded and distract buyers, wouldn't you say?
2: Exactly. I agree with that 100%. So, yes, you have to be careful with, you know, n- not saying that you shouldn't decorate because I, I do believe it helps. But, um, but yeah, you want to be careful not overdoing it uh, just because, again, we, we want to create a nice display as far as how the home, how the home is being presented. But at the same time, we want to make sure that the bigger goal of getting the home sold and showing the features of the home, what's going to be there after this owner moves out is what we're displaying through either the professional photos or when the buyer's walking through the house, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're highlighting the granite countertops if they have them or the wood floors. And so not necessarily all the decorations around the room in any given room that we might be in, for instance, the living room. You know, so, um, you know, if it has a fireplace, we want to make sure that we're highlighting the fireplace. So I agree with you. You don't want to overdo it. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, the, with the holidays and, and the, the, the decorations for Christmas can definitely help make the home stand out.
1: Absolutely. Next up, it's important that you hire a reliable real estate agent. This will ease your stress and give you more time to enjoy the season. So how does one go about hiring the right real estate agent during this time?
2: Yeah, great great question. So what I'll say is, um, you know, not to throw any agents under the bus. You know, I've I've been guilty of it in the past, but um, I learned over the years that, you know, As we all know, even people that are not in the business, that traditionally this time of the year does slow down with sales, with homes going on the market, with buyers that are looking. So a lot of times, a lot of agents use this time to go on their vacation. And so um, the way that I see it now, um, you know, with experience over the years is this is a perfect opportunity for us to capitalize on those missed opportunities that other agents are losing out on. So of course, when you're interviewing an agent about selling your home during the holiday season, you know you're gonna to want to ask, hey, do you have any trips planning? Up, um, you know, do you have any trips planned in the near future? Um, because obviously, I, I my number one goal as a seller is to get my home sold. And if I'm gonna list it with you, I want to know that, you know, you're not gonna disappear for me or, or go on a vacation um, while we're still trying to get my house sold. So that would be a great question for a seller to ask an agent: is is to make sure that they don't have any vacation, any trips coming up. Um, because, you know, we're realtors and at the same time, yes, we're available seven days a week. Um, but you know, on Christmas day, I like to say on Christmas day, it's my time with my family, Christmas Eve, I'll be working. And the day after Christmas, I'll be working. Um, I'm actually getting challenged by my business coach, um, to work on January 1st. And so if you think about it, most homes, the biggest day of the year for houses to go expired, meaning going off the market, being taken off the market is December 31st. That's when people tend to take their home off the market. And guess what? January 1st, everybody's asleep or, you know, uh, had fun the night before to where they just don't feel like doing anything. They're at home with their family. It's Totally understandable. But guess what? That's a perfect opportunity for an agent to start making calls to sellers and convincing them to throw that house back on the market with that agent. So I'm going to be doing that on January 1st. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, that is such a key point that you made, AJ, because I think, uh, you know, I've been brought up to believe that whatever you start out doing, you probably will finish it. So that is a key day to start. You know, if you plan to work in 2019, then why not start on January 1st? <laughs> yep, I agree.
2: And you know, know that's the thing. I'm using I'm using January 1st. Not only to capitalize on the opportunities that are going to be out there for me on that day, because I know there's going to be less agents making those phone calls, but at the same time, I'm also doing it for my personal, just to get my mindset for 2019 kicked off in the right direction. As You know, January 1st, it it starts over, and I'm attacking it immediately. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what I want to do, and that's the tone that I want to set not only for me, but for my team as well here in the office
1: exactly you know so that's an interesting point so i know that you all you're humans you're not robots aj so when do you usually um go about uh, scheduling your um like your time off or your vacations what i guess better better said what do you have in play, place for when that happens
2: yeah no definitely so that's something that i set ahead of time for instance um Last month, I did my goal setting for 2019 with my coach. And it it was new to me, but my coach was like, I want you to schedule your your vacation time for next year. And I was like, Well, I don't even know when I'm going on vacation. He was like, Well, you need to figure it out. And so, um, sure enough, I was able to figure out and say, on these Mm -hmm. dates next year, those are the dates that I want to take my vacation time, you know, for the summer. Um, I have a couple vacation slots that I'm blocking out my schedule for, but yeah, it's all about time management and blocking out your schedule and sticking to your schedule as an agent. Um, That's something that our coach is very big on pushing on us. It's sticking Mm -hmm. to your schedule, whether it's time off or whatever it may be. So, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Now, before we go to break, AJ, please tell everyone how they can get in touch with you.
2: Yes, they can reach me by phone, 210-313-5554. My email address is rgroup at kw.com. Again, 210-313-5554, or simply Google the Regattas Group. You'll see plenty of uh, contact information on there as well.
1: Okay, very good. And when we come back, everyone will talk more about how to sell your home during the holidays. Um, also, uh, do you have any tips on how, since we were talking about decor before we go on break, AJ, maybe one thing that someone can do to, to make the difference in their home yes. and, and the showability?
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I did it with my home, and I would say try to stick with a consistent ca- uh, color, uh, color scheme with whatever decorations you're doing. So, for instance, my color scheme for this year is red and white. My tree is white and all the lights and decorations are red. And that's the same color scheme that I did. Kind of like what we recommend to sellers when they're painting their home. Try to stick with a neutral color, not busy, different colors in every room. Same thing goes for decorations. That's what I would recommend. Great.
1: Uh, Everyone stay tuned to the Lisa Lewis Show. And when we come back, we'll talk more on our topic with AJ. Thank Thank you for listening.
3: Besides home and work, Americans spend more time at the mall than anywhere else? There are 50,000 shopping malls in the United States alone. The Mall of America, located between Minneapolis and St. Paul, is the largest in the world with more than 500 stores. What's a word for a person who is a compulsive shopper? An Oniomaniac. Studies have shown that women will buy more if they hear their heels clicking on the floor. So designers often use hard flooring in hallways. Of course, the stores want customers to spend all their coopity-coop. That's another word for money. Well, I gotta run. There's only one more shopping day until tomorrow. My husband said if I don't quit shopping so much, he would leave me. Lord, I'm gonna miss that man. It's carolyn davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app too funny for Words. hey there it's christine
4: gallagher from she's got clients.com i'm really excited to share with you the first annual get clients online giveaway i have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time Online, So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to GetClientsOnlineGiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn channels, cheat sheets sales scripts and so much more that's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com head over there and enjoy your free gifts
1: Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. Today is Thankful Thursday, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And today we have a, an amazing guest. He is a top realtor here in San Antonio, Texas. He's also a proud father uh, and a Christian. Welcome back, AJ Regattas.
2: Hi, AJ. Thank you. Thank you very much. How's it going? How's it going? <laughs>
1: Pretty good. I I was so excited to talk about this today because, as you know, I love real estate. And I also, this is my favorite time of the year, Christmas. So what better topic to talk about than how to sell your home during the holidays? And so far, you've given us some uh, pretty wonderful tips. Uh, We've talked about how you can deck the halls, but don't go overboard. They've talked about mm-hmm. how to hire a reliable real estate agent. Now I want to move on to um, seeking out uh, motivated buyers. Uh, yes. What is your um, key points on how to get that accomplished?
2: Okay. So, and, and just to correct me if I'm wrong, but we're, we're, we're talking about on a seller point of view, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So, so yes. Yeah. So I always tell my sellers when I'm meeting with them at this time of the year, is, you know, this is typically, th- this is the best time of the year to put the home on the market. And I say that for seller because there's less inventory on the market during this time of the year. And what I mean by that is, you know, it, it, so throughout the years, for the past few years, it's been a, a lack of inventory, right? So it's been a buyer's market because of the lack of inventory. Well, that, that still pushes on to the holiday season, but it's even less inventory during this time of the year. And so I tell sellers that, when you put your home on the market during the holidays, you have less competition to deal with, you know, um, during the summer when traditionally what we call buying season, there's more buyers out there. Yes. But there's also more inventory to compete with or you're less likely, or you may run into an opportunity or uh, not an opportunity, but an issue where you might have to take a little bit less than the asking price because there's five other properties in your neighborhood with the same floor plan also on the market. So, this time of the year makes it m- that much more better because you're not competing as much. There's not as much inventory to compete with. So you're more likely to get those buyers that are going to come and look at your home. And guess what? Those buyers that are looking right now, like you said earlier, they're the more serious buyers. These are the buyers that have to find something. During buying season, yes, there's more buyers out there, but at the same time, there's a lot of looky loos. You know, there's a lot of buyers that are window shopping you know, sitting on the fence, waiting for that perfect home with the perfect price to hit the market. Right now, these are buyers that are looking because they have to find something, whether that may be for tax reasons or, you know, because of they just relocated into town or, you know, their lease is about to be up and they don't want to rent anymore. You know, there's several different reasons as to why those buyers are looking right now, but it's it's more easier to sell your home during the holiday season because of that. You're more likely to get your asking price during this time of the year. So,
1: Absolutely. And like you said, AJ, the um, you know, you, you can help them target these buyers because they're on a deadline. Uh, they're having to relocate for jobs. Uh, investors on tax deadlines. That's true college yep. students and staff, and military personnel, and especially if you live near a military base, as we do exactly. in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. So, yeah, those are some key uh, points to point out. Next, we have price it to sell. What are your suggestions on that?
2: Uh, first thing I would say to sellers is stay away from Zillow, <laughs> because <laughs> a lot of times they rely on the Zillow's estimate that, tells them their home is worth this much dollars and you know what no one from zillow has stepped inside their house and told them you know what their home has to offer the key features anything like that zillow is just going off of a built-in system that they won't even release to the general public as to how they come up with those numbers Um, but so so that's what i would say first is stay away from zillow don't rely on zillow don't rely on your tax assessment a lot of times people say oh I got an appraisal done on my home and it says it's worth this much. I'm like, can you show me that appraisal report? Oh, well, it's, you know, from the tax office. Okay. That's not a real appraisal. That's a tax assessment of what the county is saying your house is worth. So those things you got to be careful with as a seller to not get your, you know, your, your hopes wrapped up into those things because a lot of times they're inaccurate. And so the best thing you can do is get with a reliable you know, top producing agent that knows the market, not just San Antonio, but knows your specific market in your, in your neighborhood. So that's a, that's another important question that I recommend sellers to ask is, you know, how many homes have you sold agent, Mr. Agent or Mrs. Agent, how many homes have you sold in my neighborhood or not maybe just not in my neighborhood? How many homes have you sold in my zip code? I want to know how savvy and how experienced you are, with my area on this side of town, as we know, San Antonio is a big city. So I want to make sure that you know what you're talking about and you know what you're pitching to these prospect prospect buyers out there that are looking in this area. So I would start with that. And then of course, just rely. When you hire that agent, you feel very confident that you hired the right agent. And so you're relying on their professional opinion as to what the home should sell for. You want to make sure you're not overpricing, You want to make sure that you're at market value, but at the same time, you want to make sure that your house is presentable. So, those are things that you want to get your home ready for before you put your home on the market.
1: Yes, absolutely. Also, what will help? What are some other tidbits that would help the homeowner get more? for their home? Because I find that a lot of times people say, oh, they find out they want to sell their home. You know, they want the best price out there. A lot of times they Mm overprice it. Then when people come into their home, AJ, they see all of these different things, cracks, maybe foundation, things of that nature. And then a lot of times the homeowners, they don't want to do
2: any of the work. What would you say to someone like that? Of course. So now at that point, what I would do is, when a homeowner tells me, "Hey, what is my home worth? What can it sell for?" First thing I'm going to tell them is, I need to meet with your meet with you in person. I need to walk your home. I don't like giving you know values over the phone until I've seen your home and I've walked it because there can be things that I'm not taking into account for. There can be upgrades that you might have done that I don't realize because I haven't seen your home. Um, And of course, there could be you know uh, I should say things that may hurt the value of your home, um, and we won't know that until we walk it. So the first things first that I would recommend is have your agent come and take a look at the home, walk through it, make sure well, your agent should be asking you the right questions as to how old is the roof, how old is the AC, you know, um, give recommendations. And that's the big thing that I do is when I'm walking in the house, I'm going to give that owner recommendations as to how to get their home ready. You know, um, if I see cracks, I might recommend to have someone come and do the tape and float to fix that just because a lot of times first time buyers, they see a hairline crack and they automatically assume, oh, my God, that's a foundation issue. That's not Mm -hmm. always the case. It's most times it's common settling. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's a foundation issue. But, yes, I would recommend to get rid of the hairline cracks that are out throughout the home. um, So that way you don't have that buyer freaking out when they're looking at your house. Um, but, yeah, the, the main thing is getting your agent inside the door to go and walk the property so that way they can see and, and give you professional opinion on how to get the home ready, um, maybe recommending to do this. I've, I've actually saved clients thousands of dollars on things that they were thinking of adding to their home or doing to their home that I'll say, you know what, that's not necessary. You don't necessarily need to do that. Um, just get it presentable. You know, At the end of the day, just make it presentable, and I'll do the rest. Um, but uh, you know, I've had clients that wanted to put, you know, spend four to five thousand dollars on average just to get their home ready to sell. Them. I'm like, no, it's, it's, that's really not needed. I mean, it's great, um, but I, I would tell you to just hold on to that money and let me do the rest. So, absolutely.
1: Well, as we know, when autumn rolls around and the trees start to lose their leaves, as they are at my home, maintaining the exterior of your home becomes even more important. Bear trees equal yeah. a more exposed home, so touch up the mm-hmm. paint, clean the gutters, yeah. and spruce up the yard. Keep buyer yeah. uh, safety in mind, as well as um, making sure that the stairs and the walkways are free of snow, ice, and leaves. What are some yeah, more curb appeal topics that you can talk about?
2: Well, you know, you you nailed it right there. Um, you know, I always tell clients that the best thing you can do to your home to get it ready is work on the curb appeal. You know, that's the most important feature of your home because Mm -hmm. as the buyers have scheduled to look at your home and they pull up, you know, in front of your home, that's the first thing they're going to go off of is the curb appeal. Is it welcoming? You know, how is that displayed? Um, You know, so that can be anywhere from power washing your driveway and sidewalks, make sure that there's not oil or tire marks everywhere. Um, You know, making sure that the sod is looking good. Obviously this time of the year makes it a little challenging with, you know, the freezes that we may get that to hurt if you're, in, if you're putting in new sod in the front yard. Um, but fresh mulch, putting fresh mulch in, making sure the tree limbs are, are trimmed, um, bushes as well. You want to have that looking great because, you know, I have a, a personal friend of mine that's an appraiser. You know, I've picked I've his brain quite a bit. And, you know, he's told me the first thing that I do when I'm showing up to do an appraisal on a property is I'm judging how does that curb appeal look. That's going to set the tone for what I am going to expect when I walk inside the property. And so not only that, but when we get our professional photographer out there to take pictures of the home, the, the main photo that's important is the front, the front picture, you know, the front of the house that, cause when this house gets goes into MLS and it gets syndicated to all the websites that are out there, that fir- the first picture they see is the front of the house. Then looking at any other pictures, is going to determine how that first picture looks. So if your curb appeal is not on point, you're less likely to have that buyer continue looking at the rest of the photos because they were thrown off by the curb appeal. They were thrown off by the basketball court hanging in you know in front of the yard or all the little mm-hmm. knickknacks that you might have displayed on your front you know on your front walkway. Um, that's the only thing I would be careful with is just how you how you present the the, the curb appeal for your house. Um, mm-hmm. It's key. It's definitely key.
1: Absolutely. And I think what is so important, AJ, is that people should make it more presentable to 80% of people than the 20%, you know, of maybe how you would like to live, especially if you're trying yeah. to sell it. <laughs> you want to remove as as many personal things as, as, as possible so it
2: won't be a distracting factor, wouldn't you say? I agree. I agree. I agree hundred percent. You know, there's been times where I've, I've had a client that had a broke down car in the driveway. I'm like, I'm going to need you to move that. They're like, I have nowhere to take it. I was like, I'm going to need you to move that because I'm going to have my photographer come out here and it's not going to look good with a car in the driveway. You know, it's, it's going to hide that curve. So absolutely, agree, like, little things that you can do. Mm-hmm. So. Right.
1: Everyone stay tuned. When we come back, we'll talk more with the amazing AJ Rigottis. Thank you for listening.
3: to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show.
0: Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years
1: Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and it is Thankful Thursday, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Well, I'm extremely thankful to have the fabulous, phenomenal top realtor here in San Antonio, Texas, AJ Regattas, with us. Welcome back, AJ.
2: Hi there. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes, of course. You know, today's topic couldn't be any better. How to sell your home during the holidays, because, you know, it it is what you do. You're great at it. You're one of the top realtors we have here. And um, when I'm ready to build my dream home, I'm definitely going to uh, look you up because, you know, I just I just love what you do. And I'm a follower. So thank you so much for being um, uh, having a servant's heart and helping all of us buy or sell and the San Antonio and surrounding areas.
2: <laughs> of course. No, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to, to share my knowledge with everybody. So thank you.
1: You're quite welcome. Listen, so as we're talking, we've been giving people tidbits um, on how to get your home ready, how to have curb appeal is what we just talked about. And you talked a little bit about uh, the real estate photos uh, right before the break and how um, curb appeal is so important. So what other tidbits do you have to share with us?
2: Yeah. So usually during this time of the year, um, you know, and and it's expected given the holidays, but Buyers tend to be more emotional driven during this time of the year because of the holidays. So as they're more emotional driven, they I've noticed with you know with the history of our transactions and, and just noticing over the years that buyers tend to pay the asking price on these properties. Now, don't get me wrong. You have your exception on those properties that have been sitting on the market already for a little while. That's a different story. But when it's a new listing that's just at the market, it's priced right, and it's presentable, move-in ready, yeah, it's definitely going to sell, and it's most likely going to sell for asking price because buyers are, at the same time, anxious. Those buyers that need to find something, they're anxious, and then they're also emotionally driven with the holidays. So I've noticed that buyers tend to pay that asking price during this time of year.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what are some other things, if you can uh, share with us, um, what are some other things are you finding out being the boots on the ground um, during this yeah. holiday season that help that can yeah. help people who are wanting to put their house on the market?
2: Yeah. So um, another selling point that we'll use um, is that a lot of times buyers that need to find something, um, there, there are some of those buyers that need to find something before the end of the year for tax purposes. You know, um, they can use it as a write off. And so they they know that they need to find and close on the purchase of a home before the year is up. Now, that's not every buyer out there. But in most cases, I've seen a significant amount of buyers where they're like, oh, well, yeah, we're just trying to do it because, you know, we we want to do it for tax purposes. Now, of course, you want to get with their CPA to confirm that and, and look into that. But that's something that we'll use as well is, you know, buyers tend to do that because of tax purposes so they can use it as a write off. Maybe they made more money this year than they than they ever have. They want to prevent going into that next tax bracket, so they'll use that.
1: Yes, absolutely. Also, I know that one must make a good first impression by offering lots of flattering, high-quality photos of your home. What do you say to agent agents? who missed this step. <laughs> what can you tell yeah, them agent I to agent? <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll say that's, that's the, that's one of the most frustrating things that I'll see when we're going in our MLS and searching for properties for our clients. Um, some of these houses that you'll see in the 200, 300, I've seen homes in the million dollar price range where these agents are using their, their, phone to take the pictures of the property uh-huh. and I'm like oh my gosh you know and so right? it, it's really not that expensive you know you can get a, a professional photographer for 200 bucks you know depending yes. there's several companies out there um, uh-huh. but you can use a professional photographer for 150 to 200 bucks to take professional photos for you to really highlight that house and the way that those rooms the features of the rooms or, or the home have to offer so the, the main step I would say is always hire a photographer. Um, no matter what price range it's in, we always hire a photographer for our for our listings. So definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm glad that you said that no matter what price range, because to me, if you're putting the best interests of your client first, then that little yeah. $200 is not going to hurt you. And if you're a top oh, no, no, no. agent like you are, then you put that into your marketing
2: budget, correct? Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It's accounted for in every listing. But Mm -hmm. it it does help. I mean, it does help where um, there's been times where we have taken over a listing that maybe another agent had that didn't use a professional photographer. And, you know, when we meet with the seller, they'll say, um, you know, what is it different that you recommend to do to my home to get it sold? And a lot of times we've come across where it's just a matter of the way it's presented and displayed, you know. Mm -hmm. And and so we'll tell them, we're going to hire a professional photographer to get in there, take those photos, um, and, and, there's been times like there's a listing I'm working on right now that I'm going to be taking on. And it, it just needs a professional photographer. I wouldn't mess with the price. I wouldn't mess with anything else with that home that's on the market right now, or actually it just got taken off the market, but that home that was previously listed um, doesn't need much. It's just the way that it's presented, you know, and the way it's displayed to the general public or, you know, the general buyer out there is this house is not being highlighted. It's not being featured. So photos can go a long way. I can tell you how many times a prof- my professional photographer has helped me sell my houses to where I'm like, wow, I didn't really do much. And I just had nothing but compliments because I used a, a really nice photographer. So, yeah, awesome. I would definitely recommend it. Every single listing, use a professional pr- photographer um, yeah. to, to take to highlight your your listing.
1: Yes, because a professional, just like you have the eye for the market as far as properties, the uh, Professional photographer has the eye of how to take uh, and position furniture and lighting mm-hmm. in a way to give even the the you know less economical
2: home its best mm-hmm. appeal. I agree. <laughs>
5: yeah, I agree. And, and
2: there have been times that's that's what I love about the relationship I have with my photographer now. Granted, he's made thousands of dollars off of me, but um, but th- he knows me now. He knows how I like my listings displayed. To where he'll, he if if there's something that needs to be changed because I don't I rarely make it to that appointment where I have my photographer go out and do the photo shoot um, that's usually just him out there or him in the cellar um, but he knows already okay I know AJ wouldn't like this couch looking this in this position so I know I need to move it over here or if there's things still sticking out on the counter that I already told my seller to put away and they did maybe they didn't listen mm-hmm. my photographer knows that he needs to hide that for me so um, it's it's a great relationship that I've built with my photographer where he knows exactly how I want that listing displayed when he's taking the photos.
5: Uh-huh.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and a lot of times I know um, that you get less traffic, foot traffic during the holidays because of the weather or vacation plans. Yeah. So would you yeah. suggest, one, creating a video tour and putting it on, yeah.
2: their web- on a website? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And, and not only that, but I mean, there's been times where We've had buyers when we're working with buyers and we've had buyers that can't necessarily be here because they left for vacation or maybe they're relocating to San Antonio um, and they're not able to fly down here yet. Um, we've had buyers that we've done FaceTime for. We've done video tours and, you know, send, upload them and send it to them. Um, I mean, we've helped several buyers, mainly military, where they've bought in a home just based off of us sending them the video tours where they never once stepped foot inside the house. And they went off of our video tours, and they were like, that's the one. And so don't get me wrong. Those are fun, but they also make me a little nervous because it's like, gosh, I, hope, I really hope that they love what they just bought, you know. And they won't find out until closing when they come down. But, yeah, definitely. If video tours definitely help. Um, I will say this, though. With, with the holidays around, um, yes, people tend to go on vacation take trips. I actually have one of my sellers right now that um, we just put it on the market, and he took off. They, they took off on a cruise, a 10-day cruise. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that the the buyers, there's also buyers, the buyers that are looking right now that need to buy a house, guess what? It's vacation time for them, too. This is the Christmas break for them where they have more time to go and look at houses. So that's what I tell sellers, too, is you have those buyers that this is the best flexibility that they have probably throughout the whole year to actually spend a significant amount of time at previewing and looking at homes, so that's, that's another selling point as to why it's best to put your home on the market right now, um, because of the flexibility in their hectic schedule that they might have. So yeah, that's, an, that's another one that I would recommend as well. Okay.
1: And I would say to people, AJ, go ahead and take those cruises, go take the trips, because now you don't have to worry about fitting, um, you know, exactly. fitting around their schedule. They're not there. Yeah. There's no cleanup. There's no, you know, yep. getting out of the house by eight yep, o'clock and per- perhaps not returning to, you know, eight in the evening, you know. So I yeah. would think this is a great time for you as an agent, you know, to get that property sold.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree 100 percent. Um, when my client told me that they were getting ready to go on a cruise, all I was thinking in my head was, "Yes, you know, does that mean that it's just that much more flexibility on getting showings approved or buyers mm-hmm. wanting to go and look at it in at given time? There's obviously that open opportunity for that for buyers to do so. So yeah, Absolutely. I agree. Um, if you're gonna t- if you're a seller, you're gonna take vacation. It's still a great time to put your home on the market because now we have more flexibility on getting buyers inside the door.
1: Absolutely. Um, also, if, you, if you're if you just tuning in, you're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and we are talking to a top-notch realtor right here in San Antonio, Texas, and his name is A.J. Regattas. He's also the owner and CEO of The Regattas Group. So, A.J., if they'd like to buy or sell a home, how can they contact you and your team?
2: Yes, my phone number is 210 313 Five 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 four. Again, two one zero three one three five 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 four. Or you can Google the Regatus Group. We have several landing pages, Facebook pages, websites that you, that will come up. So it, we're very easy to find. Um, but again, my my phone number is two one zero three one three five 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 four, or my email rgroup at
1: wonderful and I know that you have a phenomenal team do you want to give a shout out to them do you want to tell us their names or yeah
2: definitely definitely Melanie uh Melanie's on my team and then Jen as well so Melanie and Jen they're they're here in the office with me right now um they're working on their computers or their laptops and uh and yep they're just listening to our conversation as well so um we're all we're all working hard right now and uh we're, we're limiting our Our time off right now during the holidays, because we're trying, like I said, to take advantage of the opportunity of all that potential uh, clients, whether it be buyers or sellers that we can deal with this month
1: oh that is so wonderful and uh, on the other side of the break AJ I'd like to talk about your new topic because I, I, I know for a while you were talking about how to dominate your neighborhood and that was yes, so ma'am. cool to listen to in person and I believe <laughs> last month we went over that and so yep, uh, for everyone who'd like to hear that just head over to iTunes and search for the Lisa Lewis show and you'll be able to find it uh, AJ is graciously going to appear Here on our show um, uh, um, every second Thursday of the month so the second Thursday of last month they can go over and listen to that it was a phenomenal time that we had with you and uh, I'm just super excited that you're here uh, with us today and when we come back everyone we'll talk more and give you more tidbits on how to sell your home during the holidays so don't be afraid to do that you can always reach out to my good friend here uh aj Regadas, and you can always email him at our group at kw.com and he's on all of the social media platforms stay tuned <laughs>
3: About going to the dentist makes me feel like I'm headed for death row. What's a word for the fear of a dentist? Odontophobia. Brexomania is another word for the compulsive grinding of one's teeth. Early toothbrushes were twigs with frayed ends. Toothpaste in a tube was made available to the public in 1892 and was called Dr. Scheffel's Cream Dentifrice. Now Americans buy 14 million gallons of toothpaste every year. In Mexico, the tooth fairy is called the tooth mouse. Half of all Americans say that a smile is the first thing they notice about a person. It's easy to spot a person with a fake smile, otherwise known as an exodesius. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word.
0: Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy screen. Little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on TogiNet.com. Bri on Toginet.com
1: Welcome back, my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping it out here on the Lisa Lewis Show. And I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And we've been having a fantastic time with the phenomenal top-notch realtor here in San Antonio, Texas. Also a Christian, a proud father by the name of AJ Regatas. Welcome back, AJ.
2: Thank you very much, Lisa
1: you are welcome listen so now we've went over the tidbits about um how to sell your home during the holidays and we're going to end it with talking all things aj if we can as far as your real estate business and your team and all of the phenomenal things that you have lined up for 2019 um and one of those we, i wanted to talk to you about was um how does one build their database and then turn it into referrals
2: Yes, yes. So that's actually the next topic we're going to be uh, going over uh, going into 2019 is how to build your database and turning your your database into referrals. And so uh, it's a really cool topic. I've learned a lot from this throughout um, my coaching program that I'm in over the past several years. And so it's really transitioned and turned my business to where <clears throat> now the, the business is coming to me uh, instead of me chasing the, uh, the business, sort of say. Um, You know, there's a lot of agents out there that rely on paying Zillow to uh, to help their business. And that's great. That works for some agents. Um, But at the same time, I you know, I structured my business more to where it's referral based, where um, and and what I enjoy the most about referral based business is that your, your referrals, they tend to appreciate your time that you are committing to your clients. Not only that, but they respect your time. You know, they respect your family time. Um, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times in the past when I was using Zillow to, to get leads, um, they didn't care if you, if you were with right. your kids on a Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. they, they would call you up on a Sunday afternoon at four o'clock and say, Hey, can you show me home in 30 minutes? And if you didn't do it, guess what? they were moving on to the next agent. And so mm-hmm. um, it, it, it was, it was fun because it always had me on my toes, but at the same time, it became a little stressful because I was having to take some of that time away from my kids and, um, or just my personal things that I enjoy doing, you know, like, so, so for for instance, now my schedule, because I'm referral based, my schedule is Monday through Friday, eight to five, Saturdays by appointment, I don't work Sundays, um, you know, and so I love sticking to that schedule. Now, do I make, you know, uh, do I make um, uh, arrangements to accommodate my clients if, say, for instance, they don't get out of work till six o'clock? Of course. Uh, I try to do that in a 24-hour notice, though, it's where they give me a 24-hour notice, so that way I can make sure I don't have my kids that evening. Um, oh. But for the most part, you know, my schedule is 8 to 5, appointment by appointment on Saturday, Sundays I don't work. Um, you know, and so my team, I'm, tr- I, I'm working on getting my team on that same type of schedule as well. Um, but right now, we're, we're out here helping each other. We're all busy right now. Uh, my hmm. team, for instance, the other day, one of, one of the agents on my team, she was out showing a client. She had another client that wanted to look at homes at the same time. So that's when another team member stepped in and helped out. And so that's what I love is that we're creating a team effort environment in the office. So that way we're here for each other. We're backing each other up um, and we're not missing a beat with any of our clients. Right.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, from hearing what you're saying and also by personal experience, um, I wouldn't want that type of client anyway with you, AJ, who do not have regard for my own personal well-being and my, you know, code of ethics, if you will. There's no way I'm going to drop everything. You know, I have a nine-year-old son and if I'm with Jack, I'm with Jack and i yeah. schedule my life around his schedule <laughs> so i'm yep, so glad I that agree. i'm able to be an entrepreneur such as yourself and so i agree
2: and it, it's very important to set that expectation in the very beginning with that client you know um you know you you make it clear to them what your schedule looks like and and, and you know they tend to there's going to be those clients that don't get that you know they're going to say oh well, you're not uh-huh. hungry or oh you're not that's not the case it's just we run our business like a business we don't yeah. run it like we're working an hourly job for McDonald's or anything like that. We run nice. it as a business and we are exactly. business owners. And so mm-hmm. um, they're either going to understand that or they're not. And guess what? The ones that don't understand it, like you they're said, not your client. they're typically not going to be the client that you want to work with anyway. <laughs> you know um, we know how to commit to our clients and make sure that we make them a priority. But at the same time, you know, we also know that we have our own personal life. You know, we have kids, we have family members that we take after, or, you know, we have the things that we enjoy doing, you know, and so we can do really great in real estate, but if you're not enjoying life, then why do real estate? You know, I mean, we're, we're doing this as a business to help pay the bills, of course, to, to you know, set us in our future to, to be able to live comfortably, comfortably, but at the same time, if we're breaking our back and, and we're, we're stressed out all the time, where's the joy in that? you know, and you're going to get burned out quicker. And I'll admit I got burned out five years ago when I was Mm -hmm. chasing those leads all the time, I got burned out. I even questioned myself if I wanted to do real estate. This is coming from someone that was making six figures five years ago and, and, and asking if I even wanted to do this anymore, you know? And so you, you ask a normal person that makes that median income here in the city. Hey, you want to make six figures? Of course they do. Everyone wants to make money, but it's, are you happy with what you're doing? And so, thankfully, with the coaching program that I'm in, they've taught me how to transition my business into a referral-based business. And now I just want to share that with other agents because I see those agents that are struggling. You know, they might be doing really good in in selling, but you can tell they don't have that peace in their life. And that's what I want to share with everybody to help create that for them as well. So that's what that topic is going to be about, is growing your database and Mm -hmm. uh, turning your database into referrals. Okay. So
1: is there somewhere where we can go sign up or is that, I mean, is there a, you know, where can we find out
2: more about it to get? So we're, we're still working. We're still working on that. We should have that ready within the next two weeks um, mm-hmm. because we're shooting for the end of January, but we're still working on a location and a specific date. We haven't set that up just yet. Um, I just recently finished up the actual topic as far as the points that we're going to be going over. Um, but mm-hmm. as far as location and time, we haven't done that just yet, but I assure you the next time we have, our, uh, our our uh, interview with you and I. Yes, I'll be uh, uh-huh. giving all that information.
1: All right, yay! We look forward to that. I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, for what the new Definitely. year is going to bring, and and this new topic that you have, it's going to bless so many realtors and and the and also the people that they serve. So thank you again mm-hmm. for having such a servant's heart. You know, I want to uh, end up. We have about five minutes left. I would like you to, mm-hmm. um, if you will, pour some um, tidbits or some uh, nuggets and to the lives of realtors that are listening. What would you say to a realtor who's just getting started or a veteran yeah. realtor? How can they level up? How can they take yeah. it to the next level?
2: Definitely. So as a new agent, I would say make sure I would highly recommend to join a team. And I say this because you know you, we all have brokers as an agent. We all have a broker that we can go to, which is great. But for instance, the office that I'm in, we have over 400 agents here. And so uh, luckily throughout the years and all the things that I've been able to experience and questions answered and whatnot, and I I know that I hardly bother my broker unless it's something serious. Um, and so as a new agent, you want to join a team because now you have a team leader to not just look over you, but to help you, to guide you. You know, um, uh, it, it, it helps relieve that stress and, and moment of freaking out because you have someone there for you at all times. Um, so I would definitely recommend to join a team as a new agent. Um, make sure you're joining a good team though. Someone that you know for sure the team leader is going to be looking after you. You know, there's plenty of teams out there uh, in this business. So, um, you know, I would start asking around other agents. Hey, do you know the good team I can join? Or do you know the team that's hiring to looking for a new agent? Um, so ask around, make sure you're asking those questions. Um, But as a seasoned agent, you know, there's been times where I've done classes and I've met with seasoned agents that have been in the business longer, way longer than I have. And they've gone into the training classes that I've done with an open mind and then came up to me after the class and say, man, that was really good. That was some good stuff that I learned. So as a seasoned agent, you have to be going into the business or continuing your business with an open mind. You have to be optimistic. You you can't be so closed minded and, and set in your ways to where you're not going to experience the true growth that you want to experience in your business because you're set in believing what you want to believe. You don't want to take any you know, constructive criticism from anybody. So you have to be open to that. That's the thing. is being open minded and, and willing to learn something new. I've learned things from agents that are, that are newer in the business than I, than, you know, than, than I've been in this business. And, um, and that's because, I'm always looking for new ways, you know, I I guarantee you there's new agents out there right now that can teach me things. Um, so I always leave that open mind there. So that way I can learn whatever I can and figure out what's working for who, you know, someone figure out what's not working for someone else. So definitely, I would definitely say just have an open mind for sure.
1: Absolutely. You know, I just want to, for you to give out, Your information, again, to everybody, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And for the last hour, we've been talking to the amazing, phenomenal top-notch agent here, Realtor, by the name of AJ Regattas with The Regattas Group. And AJ, tell everyone how they can get in touch with you, please.
2: Yes, ma'am. My phone number is 210-313-5554. My email address is rgroup at kw.com or you can simply Google the Regattas Group. Um, we have several landing pages. Um, we have our Facebook page as well. But yes, we're very easy to find. Again, 210-313-5554.
1: Exactly. And what can they get in a short <laughs> synopsis?
2: What can they get when they hire you as their realtor? Uh, they're going to get exceptional experience uh, service, I would say, first off. Um, but what they're going to what our goal is when we first get hired from our client is we want them to understand that we're not just in this for a paycheck. We're in this for a long-lasting relationship, business relationships, where we go we go up past the closing. You know, we're going to check on our clients, whether it's a buyer or seller. We're going to continue to check on them, see how things are going, how's the family going, whether they bought a home with us. We're going to check on the home as well, see if they need anything, any recommendations for anything. So we continue our relationships with our clients, and that's what helps us build that rapport um, from day one. And so that's what our clients get from us. And I think we've done a pretty good job at it. Of course, I think we can do better always, but I think we've done a pretty good job at that.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, AJ, for being with us today. And we look forward to you coming back on the second Thursday of January of the new year. So you have a great day.
2: Thank you very much. Happy holidays to you as well. Thank you. Merry
1: Christmas, everybody. And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio.
0: Remember, if it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet also we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and in